We are very, very, very fortunate, very thrilled to be here this morning. And uh, just, just y'all, we, we just feel part of you, and we love y'all. And uh, there's not a time goes by that we're, we're not thinking about you. And, and just, we just, uh, just so, so glad to be here. And uh, preaching camp meeting meetings before we got here between the last time we were here now or time after time after time that, that the Lord would deal with us brother Nathaniel give us a message and I would say that's I'm gonna, that's that's homecoming message at that point that's it that's it I got it I've got it lined out now and uh, got up this morning and God just said here you're going to preach on something you've never ever ever preached on before <laughs> how about a little time study you got two minutes. <laughs> so, and then, then I thought, well, maybe I maybe I misunderstood that. And then what Brother Roadcap taught this morning, right along, what the pastor has already said, right along with it, what he preached. I wasn't here Wednesday night, and I didn't hear it on Spreaker, but he preached exactly down the same line. And uh, before, I, before I go there, uh, I'll be reading out the book of Jeremiah, by the way. And... Uh, Years ago, I read about a, a group of Marines that were on one of the uh, ships that was right off of the coast of Iwo Jima. They, uh, they were getting ready to get onto the landing crafts and go on shore. But for days and days and days, the big guns on those ships hit that shore. Relentlessly kept bombing that shore. Brother Steve, the story goes of a young Marine who was standing on the deck of that ship one day as the, the, the bombardment went on. And he said, what are we waiting on? Why don't we go on in now? I, I, I'm, I'm pumped up for this. I'm ready to go. And an old Marine standing beside him said, son, do you see every one of those bombs landing on that shore? They are preparing it for us to go in they are making it to where what would have been what would have been a disaster will be a victory what would have been what would have been death for us will be life for us because of the preparation that's being made and every time that I have preached behind the pulpit here at Bethel I have walked in feeling you all have made this easy I have been places where I felt like they loaded the enemy's guns for them. Amen. But I, I feel like this morning that you all are prepared and you have made this beach, amen, easy to land on. Amen. And uh, I want to go to the book of Jeremiah this morning. Jeremiah chapter 25. Jeremiah 25. The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah. It was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, the which Jeremiah the prophet spake unto all the people of Judah, to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, From the thirteenth year of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah, even unto this day, 
That is the three and twentieth year. The word of the Lord hath come unto me. And I have spoken unto you rising early and speaking. But you have not hearkened. And the Lord sent me unto you all his, as the Lord sent unto you all his servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them, but you have not hearkened nor inclined your ear to hear. They said, turn ye again now, everyone, from his evil way and from the evil of your doings and dwell in the land that the Lord hath given unto you and to your fathers forever and ever. And go not after other gods to serve them and to worship them and to provoke me not to anger with the works of your hands, and I will do you no hurt. Yet ye have not hearkened unto me, saith the Lord, that ye might provoke me to anger with your works of your hands to your own hurt. Therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, because ye have not heard my words, behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, saith the Lord, and Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, my servant, will bring them against this land and against the inhabitants thereof and against all the nations round about will utterly destroy them and make them an astonishment and hissing perpetual desolations. Moreover, I will take from them the voice of mirth and the voice of gladness and the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride and the sound of the millstones, the light of the candle. And the whole land shall be a desolation and astonishment those nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. It shall come to pass when the 70 years are accomplished that I will punish the king of Babylon and the nations, saith the Lord, for their iniquity. And the land of Chaldeans will make it a perpetual desolations. And I will bring upon that land all my words which I have pronounced against it, even all that is written in the book which Jeremiah hath prophesied against all the nations. For many nations and great kings shall serve themselves of them also, and I will recompense them according to their deeds and according to the works of their own hands. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel unto me, take the wine cup of this fury in my hand and cause all nations to whom I will send thee to drink it. And they shall drink and be moved and be mad because of the sword that I will send among them. Then took I the cup at the Lord's hand, made all the nations to drink unto whom the Lord had sent me. Amen. 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 I, I, as the Lord dealt with me this morning, Brother Howell, about these scriptures, we are living in an angry age. Right, uh, and I know that anger has always been an emotion of humans. Amen. The Bible even mentions us to be angry and sin not. Amen. It is part of being a human. Amen. But it seems like we're living in a time where anger has become something so over the top we, we, we hear and see things that we never thought we would ever see again. The rage of men, the, the rage of people, the rage of nations has gone beyond anything that I believe we've ever seen as a people. Amen? Amen? Amen. And I, as I read these, Brother Nathaniel, I said, Lord, there are 
times uh, that I find myself so angry, but usually my anger is not with, hey man, the world. My anger is not with uh, something that has nothing to do with my condition. I said, Lord, I'm angry sometimes that I'm not closer to you. I'm angry that I'm not praying more. I'm angry that I'm not reading more. I'm angry that I'm not seeing more done in this ministry that you blessed me with. And that anger is a, a dissatisfaction. And can I tell you, friend, it doesn't matter if I'm preaching in the Carolinas or out west somewhere or down here. There's a dissatisfaction that will get a hold of you and you say, Lord, I'm almost mad at myself. Amen. But I want you to notice what the Lord dealt with me. I want to try to preach this morning. The Bible said in verse 16, and they shall drink, talking about the cup, amen, that that sword hath sent to them, and they shall drink and be moved and be mad. Now I want to preach this morning if the Lord will help me. Oh, we're mad, but are we moved? Come on now. Amen. Come on. And I want to say, brother, it makes me mad. Amen. When I see the world in the shape it's Come in. On, it makes me mad. Amen. When, when you can't walk around town without fearing for your very life. It makes me mad when I hear my God being blasphemed. When I hear my God being ridiculed. It makes me mad. Amen. When you can bring in some kind of perversion into a public school to teach something ungodly and impure. But go in there with a Bible in your hand and they'll immediately want to run you out and tell you you can't. It makes me mad. Amen. It makes me mad when I'm hauling my little grandbabies around and they arrest me if I ain't got them in a car seat. But a few months earlier, they could have took them down and killed them at an abortion clinic. It makes me mad. Amen. It makes me mad. Amen. It makes me mad when I go to the house of God and people seem like, Sister Leah, I have no concern anymore. I have no hunger anymore. I have a desire for a move of God. It's gone. Amen. But the question the Lord gave me this morning was, Amen, you're mad. But are you moved? Are you moved to do something about it? Are you moved, amen, to make a difference? Are you, come on now, saints of God. We can say it bothers me. We can say it distracts me. We can say it disturbs me. But until we're ready to fall down on our knees and lift our hands to an almighty God and say, God, I want this to change. I want this to be different. I want things to not be as they are right now. Amen. 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 I read about when that, amen, little boy, shepherd from the backside of the desert, amen, was sent by his dad, amen, with provisions for his brothers who were in the army. And when he got down there, can I tell you, Goliath had not just popped up that morning. It had been days and days and days and days and days that he'd been standing out there. And the Bible said, defying the armies of the living God, ridiculing the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, daring them, amen, to do anything about it. No doubt in that crowd, brother, there was much anger. Amen. They were mad. They didn't like what he was saying. They didn't like what he was doing. 
I don't like how the devil's picking on me. What are you going to do about it? I don't like how the devil's fighting my children. What are you going to do about it? I don't like it how amen, I have to put up with this and this and this. I remember hearing about a man one time. Amen. Walked in a Walmart. Walked back to the uh, electronics part and stood there. Amen. Television's blaring on the wall. And he started hollering out. Amen. And finally a manager went over there and said, Amen. What's the matter? He said, I'm tired of every time I come back here, television's all over the wall. Television's blaring at me. Television's pumping filth into my mind. The manager looked at him and said, Sir, there ain't nothing back here but televisions. What are you doing back here? I don't like them filthy things. What are you doing about it? I don't like music. It's so vulgar. What are you doing about it? Woo! Woo! Come on now, saints of God. Amen. Saul's army was mad. Saul was mad. Amen. But they wasn't doing anything about it. They were mad, but they were not moved. They didn't like the devil threatening them. They didn't like the devil fighting with them. But they didn't want to do nothing about it. But David said, Amen. Let no man's heart fail him. Amen. Thy servant will go out and fight with this Philistine. Amen. Saul said, You are not able to go out. He is a man of war from his youth. And you are but a youth. David said, Let me tell you about the other times that something made me mad. He said, I was keeping the sheep. Had an old lion make me mad one day. Shane's going to take one of their lambs away. I caught him by his beard and slew him. Amen. Amen. That old bear decided he is going to make me mad. He's going to take one of the little sheep away. He said, I'll slew that bear also. And he said, I serpent slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Sing yet to find the armies of the living God. Amen. But how? Amen. There's a difference in being mad. And being mad and being moved. Amen. Amen. David said, I'm going to do something about it. We're going to put some armor on you. I don't need that. Amen. I've got something burning on the inside of me that's stronger than the army that you'll put on the outside of me. Amen. I've got something on the inside of me. Amen. Can I tell you, friend? Amen. It's about time that the church of the living God says, I'm not going to just accept it. I'm not just going to say, oh, well. I'm not just going to say, well, that's just the way it is. I'm not going to say, well, that's just hour we're living in, but I am going to call out on the Alpha and the Omega. I'm going to call out on a God that's able to do something. Amen. 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 I read over there where Jesus said, Amen, our friend Lazarus does sleep. Lazarus does sleep. And I'm going to go that I may wake him. The disciples said if he does sleep, he'll do well. Amen. Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I was not there through the intent that you might believe. Amen. Amen. When he got down there, amen. Lazarus has been in the grave four days. And Martha comes to him. 
Amen. I want you to listen to the tone of her voice. Lord, if you would have been here, if you would have been here, if you would have done something about it, my brother hadn't died. Woo! Jesus said, thy brother shall live again. Yeah, I know. He'll live again in the resurrection of the just. Resurrection of the last day. Amen. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. Woo! Where have you laid him? They led him out there, and then I hear the Jews saying, Could not this man who opened blind eyes have caused that this man not be dead? Amen. Roll the stone away. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you, amen, the Bible speaks of the final enemy being dead. Amen. Amen. When all things are put under his feet, I'll tell you this morning, saints of God, I am mad about some things, but I am moved. Amen. It is not the time to grow slack on God, to back up on God, but now is the time, brother. Amen. amen. If you are satisfied with sin, then I have no message for you this morning. If you are satisfied for another child, another teenager to be pulled out of the gutter, dying from fentanyl, if you're happy with that, I have nothing to say to you. I'll tell you, friend, amen, I'm mad, but I am moved. Amen. 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 We have got it. Amen. Amen. You may want to edit this out. Amen. But when a government is so simple-minded, when we're being governed by simpletons who feel like the way to stop violence, amen, is to take an inanimate object away. Amen. To take a gun away. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you, friend, the problem is not guns. The problem is not assault rifles. The problem is not amen weaponry. The problem is sin. The problem is evil. The problem is amen. They don't want to do nothing about that. That's what we're mad about. Amen. Mad? Mad causes school shootings. Yeah. Amen. But my madness started when they took God out of the school. Amen. Put transgender rights in the school. Amen. My anger didn't start. Amen. Amen. Six months ago, my anger started when a nation said we don't need God anymore. When a president so-called stood up and said America's no longer a Christian nation. Amen. Amen. What are you going to do about it? Is it moving you yet? Are we moved to worship God yet? Are we moved to praise God yet? Are we moved to call out on God yet? Amen. 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 We're, we're mad. Amen. But we're not moved. Amen. Amen. Brother Hal talking about how holiness was despised down in this country. I've been in other parts of the country where one man, amen, caused that despicableness to be brought out time and time again. Amen. 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 I remember hearing people. Amen. They, they were mad because the church they were in was losing its power. They were mad because the church they were in was losing its dignity. They were mad because the church they were in was no longer preaching what they stood for for 50 years. Amen. Amen. So what are you going to do about it? 
They don't do nothing. I'm going to stay right here and shrivel up and die. Amen. But I'm looking around at some folks that said, I will not do that. Amen. I will not sit here and die out on God. I am going to worship Him. I will fight to go down to South Florida. Amen. And kick alligators out of my way. I'm off to the house of God. I'd rather do that and have the Lord with me. Come on, saints of God. Somebody needs to worship Him. Amen. It's all right to get mad if you'll do something about it. It's all right to be mad about what you see out there. But let that anger turn into righteous indignation and let it call out on God who is able to do something. This morning, if I was on my way to hell and the devil using me for a punching bag, I'd be mad about it. Amen. Amen. I'd be mad. Amen. Amen. If I found myself laying in a pool of known vomit, and I'd be mad about that. I'd be mad when I watch my family being torn apart, my home being torn apart, my life being torn apart. I'd be mad about that. Amen. Solomon talked about it in the book. I believe it's in Proverbs. Amen. Or Ecclesiastes 1. Where Solomon talked about the wine. He talked about being so drunk on it. He said, I did my eyes with the whole perverse things. But then he went on to say, but yet when I rise, I'll seek it yet again. I'm mad about it, but I ain't going to do nothing about it. I'm mad about the shape I'm in, but I ain't going to do nothing about it. I'm mad about not praying, but I ain't going to do nothing about it. I'm mad about not fearing God, but I'm not going to do nothing about it. Amen. Amen. Can I tell you this morning, if I sat in this building and I was not saved, born again by the blood of the Lamb of God, my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that preacher wouldn't have preached nothing. I'd be so mad about it. Amen. I'd say, you mean to tell me that all these years of my life, I'm going to die and go to a place called hell? I used to work with the most miserable man in the world, Brother Jesse. I mean, he, he, was, he was mad on payday and he was mad on Monday. He was always mad. Amen. His machine never ran right. His car never ran right. Amen. His wife was mean. His, his youngins was mean. He told me he bought a new car one time. He said, I went to bought a new car, drove straight to McDonald's, ordered me five Happy Meals, poured them out in the back seat of the car and just rubbed them in the upholstery. He said, I'll just stop you all the trouble having to do it. He was a madman. Amen. One day we were sitting in the break room. And Jim looked around at me and said, To go through all this and then die and go to hell. And I looked at him. And I said, Jim, do you have to? He dropped his head. And big old tears started running down his face. He said, Not really. I said, can you do something about it? He said, there is something I can do about it. There is something that would change it. There is something that would fix it. There is something that would make it better. There is something that make it all right. I said, well, why don't you do that? And I realized there are people that would rather be mad than to make a move.
They'd rather just sit there and be mad about it. They'd rather sit there and be upset about it. They'd rather sit there and be aggravated about it. Now, I'm going to tell you this morning, I have come, amen, amen, I have come to tell the Lord, Lord, I am ready, amen, to move however you want me to move. Amen, can I tell you, brother, amen, I know that the world's in a bad shape, but heaven's still in a good shape, amen, and we still got a God this morning, and if you've got a God that's in charge, why don't you lift a hand and praise Him this morning, amen, can I tell you, amen, I mean, if you can look around and What's going on out there in the world? It don't aggravate you. Something's mighty bad wrong. Amen. Amen. It ought to bother you. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. No one came across that flood. Amen. And brother, when he saw that dry ground, when that dove came back with an olive branch, amen, in its beak, Amen. He knew that God has delivered me. And God said, Noah, I'm not going to destroy. You're going to help me right here. I'm not going to destroy this world with water ever again. And I'm going to give you one sign. And that sign's going to be here right to the very end of time. I'm going to create something that was not in existence before today. I'm going to create something that never existed before. It is not a natural phenomenon. It is not an atmospheric condition. I am going to place it in the clouds. I'm going to put a bowl in that cloud. And every time you and your descendants look at it, you can lift a hand up and say, My God made a promise, and my God's never going to forget that promise. And now somebody wants to take it. And say it means sin and ungodliness and perversion. I'm mad about it.
Amen. 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 Paul the Apostle. Amen on that ship. The soldiers got so angry. Soldiers got so livid that their intention was kill everybody on the ship. Paul said, said, do these no harm except we all abide in the ship. There shall be no life saved. Amen. 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 And then to go through all that he went through, Brother Wood, and then to get on that shore and just trying to help build a fire, a viper latches on his arm. Enough to make you mad, ain't it? Yeah. I mean, here I am trying to do something. Here I am trying to help out. Here I am trying to get something accomplished. Amen. And something latches on to me. Amen. Amen. But Paul said, I can sit here and look at it and be mad. I can sit here and tell a swell up and be mad. I can sit here and tell a poison out and die and be mad. He just reached over and shook it off in the fire. He said, I believe I'll do something about it. Amen. Come on now, saints of God. Amen. I believe I'll just do something about it. Amen. That, that's why I, I did not know, Sister Hal, the absolute direction. I, I had several things I wanted to preach, but this morning God said a direction, and He said it through the teacher, and He said it through the pastor. Amen. He said, if we're going to have revival. We are going to have to have our hearts prepared to do it, and then we are going to have to step into the house of God with a mind made up that the things that I've been needing, I'm not just going to be mad because I ain't got them. The things that I'm laughing in, I'm not going to be mad because I ain't got them. But I'm going to do something about it. That's what makes revival. When we say I'm going to do something about it, this is going to be the revival that God fills me. This is going to be the revival that God turns some things around. This is going to be the revival that God changes some things. Oh, I wish you'd worship him. I really do. Amen. I'm mad about it. I like the way it is. I like the way it is. Amen. Are you doing anything about it? Amen. 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 One man years ago when I worked in the factory, brother, he came to me one night and he said, he said, hey, I want to show you something out in the car. Led me out to his car and he opened the trunk. He had a whole bunch of brand new steel and cosmoline. SKS is sitting in there. That's back when you could buy them for less than $100 a piece. He had crates of ammunition under them. He said, I've got 55-gallon drums of water hid. I looked at him. I said, Larry, what are you doing all that for? He said, when things get bad, he said, when this world comes to an end, he said, I'm going to barricade myself in I'm going to have plenty of ammunition, plenty of water, plenty of food. He looked at me and said, what are you going to do? I said, I am going to lift up a hand to a holy God and say, God, if you are done with this cinder block called the earth, then just let me leave here and say hello to a brand new home because in my father's house you said there aren't many matches if it were not so you say I'm mad about things well, let's do something about it amen amen oh, one, man, one, one man told me he said y'all have a revival I said yes he said what Friday through Saturday I said Possibly, possibly Friday through several Saturdays. 
He said, usually our revivals go from Friday till. He said, we usually have Friday, Saturday revivals. One, one man called me one time. He said, but Asher, can you come and preach a three-day revival? I said, probably not. <laughs> he said, is your schedule too tight? I said, no, schedule ain't too tight. But how in the world do you have three-day revivals? Sadly, he said, that's all my people will come. After three nights, he said, they're done. No matter what the services it's doing. Amen. Amen. He said, some of my old timers didn't like it when we started going to that. So what did they do? Nothing. Nothing. They got used to it. Amen. We're going to shut all churches down. That'll never work. It worked. He's mad about it. I'm mad about it. I don't like it even a little bit. What'd you do about it? What are you going to do when they walk through the back door and say, you've got to accept two men, amen, as husband and wife, or whatever they want to call themselves? Why are you going to like it? You want to do anything about it? What are you going to do when they say, deny the Lord Jesus Christ? Why are you going to like it a bit? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? They took that little girl and her, her companions down to the edge of the beach. They lifted up a heavy blade and said, deny him. Deny Jesus. Amen. The first little girl said, I will not. Amen. And they separated her tiny head from her tiny body and let her die out, bleed out on the shore. They did that for every one of her companions. And when they got to the last little girl, they said, are you going to deny the Lord? And she could have said, well, there would have been no use for me to have done anything. There would have been no use for me to have tried anything. Oh, I didn't like denying him. I didn't like turning my back on him. I didn't like walking away from him. I didn't like rejecting him. Amen. But she looked at them and said, I will not deny the one that bought my soul on an old rugged cross. Oh, I feel his presence here this morning so powerfully right now. I feel, brother, it feels like a whirlwind inside my soul right now. I'm mad about some things I am, but I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to bring it to God this morning. God is a revival that can turn things around. He is a man of God that can turn things around. Would somebody worship him this morning? Concrete 
rock lifted his hands up and said, God, give me Scotland or I die. Amen. Amen. They arrested him. And they said, what will you do if we turn you loose? He said, I will preach Jesus beautiful, hell hot, and heaven sweet. And the blood saves you and nothing else. Amen. And Jesus is the mediator, not Mary. He said, that's what I'll preach. Amen. They brought his wife down there. They said, do you like it that your husband's in jail? She said, no, I don't like it a little bit. Do you like it that your children's daddy is locked up? No, I don't like that. Do you like it that you have to beg bread because you even got no, you got bread and I don't like that a bit? Well, then go in there and tell him to quit preaching what he's preaching. She lifted up her apron and said, I fain would rather carry his head home, amen, to the children than for him to back up one step on the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you going to do something about it? I like, I like it. I ain't got the Holy Ghost yet, but then do something about it. Because he said it shall be for you and your children and your children's children. As many as are far off, as many as are nigh, as many as the Lord thy God shall call. Saints are. Yes. Worship him this morning. Let's praise him this morning. Glory to God. What are y'all doing? We're doing something about it. We don't like it. We're doing something about it. We're doing something about it. Someone said the churches are dying out. We're going to do something about it. Woo! Amen. Praise him. Y'all know me. Obey him. I'm no stranger here. Obey him. Do something about it. The devil's beating on me, preacher. You poor little thing. Do something about it. Amen. 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 Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo! What will shut you down? Try it. Amen. Woo. That's what the devil says. The devil says, I'll shut that little old church in the bell down. You might as well get out of here, Jeremy You might as well take your youngins. Get out of here. Ain't never going to be a homeless church here. Major Mackin. Major Mackin.
when sin started making its inroads. They say, oh, they're mad about it, but they ain't doing nothing about it. Preachers ain't preaching nothing about it, afraid to insult somebody or offend somebody. And notice how it kept getting more and more. as they did in Canada. You can't preach against it no more. Be mad. My brother said, I'll go underground. Go ahead, groundhog. 
That's what that's what possums do. That's what armadillos do because they have no other protection. I said groundhog. I, I shouldn't say it because y'all ain't got them down here. Amen. That's what that's what gophers do because they ain't got no other protection. They go underground. What are you gonna do when they say you can't preach it? If God will give me the strength to give Brother Static. Don't you know? Don't you know? Amen. Amen. I, I, I don't know what happened, Brother Sterrett. One day, one day you must have been driving by. What about calling such an abomination planned parenthood? Ain't no parenthood in it. Hey, when they're dead, when you kill them, they ain't, you ain't. fixing to wind up? I sure do. I really do. But I also am assured that he said occupy until I come. And when he does come. But Starch, you may not have shut him every one down. But when he comes back and you're standing there crying out against it. Brother Hal others may go worldly except ever sin that there is in the book and laugh at you cause you don't but when he comes back and you're standing there with their hands lifted up preaching that holy word of God when other churches are pointing at you and laughing at you and saying it don't matter no more lift up holy hands and say thank God we didn't back down Thank God we didn't give up. Thank God we held on. Brother Hell, I want to see a Holy Ghost revival. I want to see a revival of power. I want to see a revival of the glory of God. I want to say this man. Amen. Amen. If you're mad about it, do something about it. Let it move you. Let it move you. It's all like what he's doing to my family. There is something you can do about that. Yeah, amen. He said, be angry and sin not. 
went on to say, and let not the sun go down upon thy wrath. Why did he say that? Sister Wood, because when the sun goes down upon your wrath, it's just simply because you've accepted it now. I was mad, and I'm just going to go to bed mad. I'm going to get up mad tomorrow morning. I'm going to be mad all the time. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and, I'm going to go ahead and pay my tithes to him. I'm going to be mad about it because I ain't preaching nothing. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. And, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. And, amen. Be a member there, but I, I'm, I'm going to be mad about everything they do. Amen. 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 My, my, my old squirrel hunting buddy. Amen. Let me and him run, run squirrel dogs together. Brother, Brother Wood, his, his wife went to a mega Methodist church. I mean, a huge one, gigantic one. They had like two or three services on Sunday. Had a big sign out front, traditional service, contemporary service, and I don't know, goofball service or whatever that one was. And brother, that pastor got up one day crying. He wasn't crying. Wasn't. You ever seen a sad cry? Them sickening, ain't they? He was crying. Sister he was crying a mad cry. When you see a when you see a man start crying a mad cry, you better batten down the hatches, friend. Because things is fixing to get real, real quick. He, is, he said, they have just accepted same sex marriage. He said, and as a matter of fact, crowd, if they want you and you want them, you can have it. He said, but we're leaving. And that church got a hold of that anger. And every one of them stood up and said, we're keeping our building. We're keeping our money. We're keeping our pastor. The only thing they can have back is that sign sitting out front. It's gone today. Amen. Amen. Some of our Pentecostal brothers start accepting some of the same things. What's, up, what's what's some of our mega million multi-billion dollar churches gonna do when two men walk in and walk down the front hand in hand and say, We demand to be made members or we're going to court? Well, I'm mad about it. I sure don't like it even a little bit. What are you gonna do? Ain't gonna do nothing. We can't afford it. I tell you, you can't afford not to. You can't afford to die lost in your hell. You cannot afford to let the devil take this church. Someone said there's a great big bunch of us all around. There ain't a lot of us if you put us all together. I'll tell you what we better do. Amen. They that are going to do something about it. There's separation coming. I'm getting ready to hush. I guess already somebody is fixing to come a separation. Brother Hal, it ain't going to be over in time. Someone told me, said, said, some are not accepting the deity of Christ. I said, well, they're heathens. Well, some, some aren't accepting his impeccability. Well, then you're a heathen. Well, don't preach it. It'll, it'll make something mad at you. 
I'm already mad when I hear silly things like that. Amen. You tell me that my Lord, my Lord, amen, could have, amen, my Lord could have turned up a bottle of whiskey and drank it. My Lord could have cussed somebody out. Had no sin nature in him. None. Made me mad. If I have to break fellowship, we'll break fellowship. Well, Brother Hal, I think you ought to ease up on some things. How about no? How about no? Well, Brother Hal, just shut down for three or four weeks and flatten the curve. How about a year? How about six months and flatten the curve? How about a year or two and flatten the curve? How about requiring one in the church to, and I, please, please, I, I know I'm done across the line, but please forgive me, Brother Hal, but, but I can't bother taking experimental drugs. No, uh-uh. How about we take no drugs? How about we trust the King of King and the Lord of Lords? Amen. Amen. I'm mad. But it moved me. And it moved me not away from my God, but moved me closer to Him. You sing that old song, draw me nearer. Nearer, blessed Lord. To the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer. Nearer, blessed Lord. To thy precious bleeding side. Man. You reckon, brother, forgive me for, for not remembering your name. I was glad to see you sitting back there. Amen. Glad to see you, sister. Glad to see you. Amen. And I meant it nothing but good back under in the back. Yeah. But you walked in, I said, well, prodigal, come in. I meant it good. Yeah. I meant it was glad to see you. Sister Beth, Brother Steve, so glad to see you all. Yeah. Let me ask this woman. Jesus went down to the church. The Bible said, Brother Hal, they were in there selling doves right. and pigeons and changing money, selling sacrifices, and who knows what else. And I'd say if you'd have went to the Pharisees and said, you see what's going on down there? They said, well, I don't like it a bit. I don't even like it a little bit. I'm mad about it. In fact, I'm mad about it. What are you doing about it? Nothing. What are you going to do, Jesus? He's already we're not in accord together. I'm going in there, and I'm kicking every table in there open. And this little old preacher is going to drive them out of the bed. Woo! Woo! What is he doing? He's mad, and he's doing something about it. You ever seen your pastor when he gets up there, and his eyes start burning Woo! he's mad and he's fixing to do something about it and on the other side of it there's going to be some victory on the other side of it there's going to be some glory on the other side of it we're going to have a church where these children can get saved and get sanctified and get filled with the Holy Ghost and God can raise up another generation
It was written supposedly on all the walls of either Auschwitz, Birkenwald, or one of the other camps. I didn't see it, but they say it was. What was written was they came after the trade unionists. I was not a trade unionist, so I said nothing. They came after the gypsies. I was not a gypsy. I said nothing. They came after the communists. I said nothing. I'm not a communist. They came after the Jew. I'm not a Jew. I said nothing. Then they came after me. And there was nobody left to say anything for me. I'm not even going to name the denominations. I'm not. Not because I'm afraid to, but because it'd be irrelevant to. But we watched them fall into worldliness. One by one. By one. By one. They wouldn't use preachers like Brother Hal no more. No way. I, I walked, walked in a church one night and I, I, I preached a homecoming that morning. I was just looking someone go, somewhere go church that night. I walked in and I seen a deacon. He looked like scared or something. He looked over the pastor and pastor. That's all right. I don't, that's fine. That's fine. I don't work, I work for God. Amen. I work for God. That's fine. I don't work with a howl anymore. So they pushed him out. They pushed out Brother Asher. They pushed out different brothers. We don't go on no more. We don't no more. We don't like what's going on, but we just don't think it's wisdom to say anything about it. One by one they fell. One by one. Sister Wallace, some sat right there and died with them. Some sat right there until church became a burden to them. They sat right there until they would just sit in service and drop their heads. Try to ignore what was being said. But some said, I'm going to do something about it. I'm not going to sit here and die. I'm not going to let my little children go worldly. I'm not going to have my grandchildren brought into where a boy can be a boy or a girl or a possum or a, or a raccoon or whatever he wants to be. No. 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 It's not going to happen. I'm so glad that God, 14 years ago, raised up a little church down here. I don't know if we have 14 more or not. We might, but I don't know that. Well, sister, if, if we do, those little ones that will stand up here will be the big ones standing right. up here.
there's some things you all had to do that others didn't have to do. Dad made you do some things, huh? Well, nobody else has to do this, just us. Why can't I wear what they wear? Because he didn't just get mad and pat. He got mad and moved. Amen. I don't know what will be accepted in the next few years amongst some of our Pentecostal churches. But I think I I think I, I know this pastor well enough. To say it won't be accepted here. Being saved means being out of sin. The angel told me, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Let's stand, if you will, as they give us a song. If you're not saved this morning, if you're not born again on your way to heaven, I really, truly something you can't deceive yourself with. Either you, either you are or you ain't. If you're not born again this morning, if you say, brother, I just need a closer walk with God. I really do. So many things make me mad and aggravate me. I just want things to change in my life. I, I, don't, I, don't, expect him to, I don't expect him to shut every bar room down. I wish he would, but I don't expect him to shut the bar rooms down. But I expect him to put something in the heart of the child of God to not go in there. I, I don't expect all the drug dealers to get arrested tomorrow, but he can't put something in your heart to never stick it in your arm. Amen. 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 Why don't we come in around this altar this morning? And God, help me to move. Help me to move, God. Help me to move. Won't you come this morning and pray with us? Come on. Let's come and pray. Let's come and seek God. Come on, son. God bless you, son. God bless you, young man.